slow piano music. Peasing and carroting? Peas and carrots. Carroting and peas. Peas and carrots. Peas and carrots. It's a podcast. It's carrots. It is a podcast. Comanches. Peas. Peas and carrots. Comanches. No, no, no. Seriously, it's a podcast. Navajos. Peas and carrots. Fuck that MacBook. Comanches. Peas and carrots. (laughs) (laughs) Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. Your teachers laugh, we weren't born equals. My whole life they said I was a cheat code. Participation ribbons gonna get repo. Cut your chance of playing on my level less than zero. Rule books, I don't need those. I'm on the driving range, seeking free throws. My point. I'm on the driving range, making all the shots. I'm on a driving rain, country club just got the cops I'm playing good, me. y'all playing bad, me. Shot got that soft touch, it feel like sad kids Be on a tennis court, opponents only show me love Oh, you bowling turkeys, well I just bowling Here we are once yet again at our uh, newly minted site over at the Yetis, off of the in the presidential streets in the great Life city the Roosevelt. of Austin, <laughs> Texas Roosevelt is a particularly good one um, and we're going to talk a lot about Mavs. First, to get this out of the way, we now have uh, an email address, and we definitely have a website. It's podcast at brokenpokes.com. That's podcast at brokenpokes.com. So email us your requests, your topics, your comments, and we will probably disregard them. Um, <laughs> so, and I actually have one from... From the website this, that we'll, I'll bring up later because it's a Mavs. We have an email, our first email. We do, we do. It's a Mavs. Well, I, okay. I don't know if it was sent via email, but we're going to treat it, <laughs> we're gonna treat it okay. like it is. Right. Yeah, it, it accompanied uh, some violence. But anyway, so we're going to talk. We're going to talk Rangers. We're going to talk a lot because they've been streaky. I guess you know. I mean, I think they got more roller coasters going on there than. You know, Six Flags next door. Oh, yeah. But we will, uh, Nick Martinez is back. We'll also talk a little bit of politics. And uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about. Um, so, starting off, we got Ralph Mouth here. We got Dandy Dave Colby. Our what are y'all favorite, drinking? What are y'all drinking? Our favorite, favorite podcaster, Dandy Dave Colby. Always drinking fire. We got Getz. <laughs> I just got caught at the buffet at Pizza Getz. <laughs> <laughs> Always on the Aces. And then to my very far left, we have Darius Keel, of Hello. course, and me, Ralph Mouth, and you're going to hear me a lot, because I sit close to the mic and I like to scream. <laughs> so what do you guys want to talk about first? Let's get these, let's get these Austin topics out of the... Out of the uh, well, what's everybody drinking? That's very yeah, Austin. Yeah, what do we got? Yeah. I am drinking... <coughs> I mean, in, in my heart, I'm drinking hams. Of course, we all are. <laughs> to hams. To hams. To hams. Our unofficial sponsor. But I'm drinking a Belgian Ranger. Okay. That's not very awesome. It can also be, yeah. can also be K- called OK IPA. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Okay. It's just not the real. It's a great joke. I'm drinking Fire Eagle from Darius Keel. Darius is Fire Eagle. I brewed it myself <clears throat> in David's bathtub. <laughs> I'm drinking uh, black coffee with flask vodka. Yeah. I call it the Tom Waits. Yeah. I call it the Tom Waits. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard a more perfect drink. Hey, keep the class going. <laughs> all right. So, what are we talking about, Brian? So, first of all, to get these out, we've got some funny Austin topics. Um, 
We ran into some libertarians the other day. Mm. Oh. As as one does in Austin, as Texas, one does in the, Austin, the home Texas. of the strange demon god Ron Paul, Ron demon Paul two thousand four, Ron Polycost. Now is that different from uh, Spanky the Home Run uh, Paddler? Or what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what's his name? No, I know what you're talking about the Ranger guy, Spank Butt something. Oh, Spanky Butt Goblin. Yeah, so yeah. different. So, spanky Elf Butt Goblin. Right? He's he's a libertarian as well. He's a, he is a libertarian. Unbelievable. Yeah, I read it on his Wikipedia page. Yeah, not yeah. covered it's under Obamacare. For, for someone who uh, really can't hit the ball. <laughs> we were also talking about, and this is the one I really want some feedback on. First of all, I know probably a lot of our listeners, if they listened and they kept listening, probably have an incredibly low IQ and a narrow <laughs> mind. And I'd like to hear what you think about libertarians, if you know what they are. Please email them. us. We would if, love to hear it. Yeah, we would love to hear it. Save it. Save your Ron Paul emails, please. He's less your Ron Paul. Ron Paul is great. I get it. (laughs) You know, just don't don't send me those. Uh, And really uh, bums uh, me out. More exciting news: Uh ACL. ACL. Oh, we have Eminem. Eminem. He Pearl makes Jam? the greatest rapper alive. Uh, obviously, bam, bam, bam. obviously the greatest bam, bam. rapper alive. He, he, made, he made a square dance, like rapper. <laughs> what? It's one of those things, you know, when you like... You Ironically, look, I'm sure. Yeah, you look over like like an article and like your mind, like it, 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 it clips stuff for you so you don't have to read it. And like, not proofreading or not like, you know, discerning. Like, I'm talking about it, like, I, you don't need to see this. I think we're not going to, we're not even going to go over this. <laughs> He made some sort of square dance routine. I don't know if it's some sort of like antiquated like ideal of Texas or I don't, huh. I, don't, I really don't get it. But <laughs> yeah. uh, he's gonna be here. What do uh, you get of Eminem though? Just name the thing that you get of Eminem. There's got to be one thing. Uh, what, are, are we playing word association with Eminem? It just I mean, if you, whatever you want to say, because we got to fill air here, because there's nothing that you can find about Eminem that you get. <laughs> is my point. Uh, man, Eminem. <laughs> that really okay, Pearl Jam. Right. I don't know why everybody's hating on Eminem. He's a, a fine rapper. Um, <laughs> yeah. Really, just creative. So uh, is interesting he, flow. Is he so shady again? <laughs> was he ever so? Wasn't he so? No, I don't think he was. Was he ever not so? No, you don't know that. Like, born that was his Chris Gaines, right? Yeah, he, no, exactly. There's a dichotomy. There's a very distinct dichotomy. Let's not assume what's going on. Eminem and Garth Brooks here. What's going on? Yes, of course. Let's break the wall up there. Thanks for stopping me. He's Marshall Matters and he's Slim Shady. Slim Shady is a rapper, but he's never Eminem. No, well. Well, is that his later records when I, I quit listening? Maybe that's the omniscient like being the bad books over Marshall Mathers. I think you're giving way too much credit to a dude who can't rap. Uh, I think that's okay. what's happening right okay. now. I don't think he put that much thought into what his name is. I, I don't think his fans ha- even know. This is true. Also, I will say that uh, if this matters, Slim Shady was the la- Slim Shady EP was the last cassette that I ever owned. Really? Cassette. Really? Cassette. Yeah. Oh, okay. Country classics of Don Creole. We also have Pearl Jam and Outcast. Pearl Jam and Pearl Jam and Outcast. Yeah. Wait, they were they already played? Didn't, the Pearl didn't they headline two or three years ago? Pearl Jam, Outcast, they're, and Beck. I don't you know what you I saw, they're still relevant, David. That's just why wouldn't we be false? Oh. 
The, the only thing missing is Dave Matthews Band or Jack Johnson. Yeah. There's not really enough. Can we the lineups? Jeez. I, I mean, well, they have Broken sure. Bells and Foster <laughs> the People. I, I, I need some surf rock. Or Pearl Jam will have. Yeah, you're right. Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> it's neither surf this nor rock discussed. I think let's <laughs> whisper rap. Pearl Jam will have them all on for special guests during their set, so it's don't the best, worry about it's that. The best whisper rapper in the world. Pearl Jam free, uh, featuring Andre. Featuring Andre. No whisper rapper. We also uh, the Yvette Brothers, Childish Gambino. I broken bells. Fire inside. One of the greatest bands of all time. Uh, Jenny Lewis is going to be there. Uh, I don't want to say it. A bunch, a bunch of mundane shit and outcasts. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, I remember liking Broken Bells' record when that came out, but I actually can't remember a single fucking piece of that album. There's actually but, they came out with a new record, and that's what a two. Okay, I liked I liked the one, but I don't remember anything from it. So I don't know if that says right. Um, I don't know how Interpol well is there again. Interpol's there every fucking year, and I've never seen them once. I've I've been to five plus ACLs. And I've never seen that band. Oh, uh, Lord is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Only the second weekend. Uh, do you guys, yeah, of course they have to tell you that. How do you guys feel? Tune, about hey, that? a good one, Tune Yards. But I, that's the one I'm going to go try to find the ACL after show for. Is a, one of my favorite bands right now. Tune Yards. Yeah, Tune Yards okay. is so good. I do like Tune right. Yards myself. So anyway, yeah. ACL. There's a bunch of shitty bands, and they're going to charge you two hundred and fifty dollars for a three day pass. Yeah. Uh, not don't go. Not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Don't come to my town. Uh, <laughs> so you can eat, email us at podcast at broken uh, pokes, and we'll talk about first weekend, second weekend, why. Who are these? Who are these fucking tell, bands? Tell us if Eminem is Marshall Mathers or Eminem or yeah, what is Shady? The real that would be good. What the current iteration is? Please tell us. What's his real name? Marshall Mathers. Uh, Marshall Mathers. Is it really? Yeah, so it is actually Marshall Mathers. Mathers. I thought Marshall. it was Marshall Mathers in P or something. Marshall Mathers. <laughs> Golly, we're really exposing our hick roots. Here. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this is even yeah. something we can talk about. Oh, right. Well, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we stunted it, Brian. I want to talk about sandwiches. All right. All right. Where we live here in Austin, we live in we live in the I don't know seven eight seven five six. Seven eight. This is the seven eight seven five six, and in Crestview, and um, sort of northish campus, and in describe what your house looks like. Allen, the car that you in drive. Allendale, we Brentwood, have Allendale. Yeah. We have the greatest sandwiches. We just opened. If you haven't been down to Austin, and and. I, when I say this, I, you must listen carefully. We just opened Noble Sandwich Company here in our neighborhood in Allendale. As a neighborhood, which mean. is is if you guys haven't had it, if you come to Austin, you gotta get it. There used to be, you know, there's a lot of go tos in Austin or have tos, and it used to be, you know, it's gone to so many, you know, torches or ramenetsu. It's it's it, you know, and it, it keeps changing, but you gotta have Noble Sandwich. It's worth it. Um, we'd like to hear about your experiences at Noble Sandwich or the many other places we were talking about. Little Deli is a is a great little spot. It's a locked post war like World War Two like crazy little strip mall with a pharmacy. It has great sick pizza. It's got BYOB. It's got ice. It's it's sick. So you gotta go by. And there's so many more uh, places. I can, I'm just kidding. Foodheads, New World Deli, all. You can look at them online. Please tell us your experiences in them, or if you have a favorite sandwich place or area in your town, then we would love to hear about it. 
So I have a question. Do you guys sandwiches. do you guys ever spell sandwiches with a W H? W H I C H. That's weird how which happens. Like that yeah. stuff sticks in your brain. <laughs> I do that all the time. Is that not correct though? Because I've seen that's, it spelled like that before. I, that's incorrect. So yeah, completely. It's, it's always W I C H. So wait, so sandwich W-I-C-H. sandwich is a is a compound word, right? But what does W I C H mean? <laughs> Maybe it's by itself. That's interesting. I never thought about food for thought. Have you ever met somebody who doesn't like sandwiches, though? I I have. Melody does not like sandwiches. No fucking way. She doesn't. I've seen really the sandwich Introduction here. Let's do something. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Melody, Brian's partner. How can you dislike sandwiches? It's literally anything in the world inside of bread. You're telling me, like, things I've said, like, to her, like, verbatim. How can you Does she dislike bread? Like, sandwiches. I don't know. I'm writing this down. I don't know. I know. She's on, she's on notice. <laughs> Wait, but I'm okay. Sorry that I exposed this to the world. It, oh, in her she has bread is, on the uh, side. L O D. That's that's at uh, gmail.com. M E L L O W D E at gmail.com. If you like um, to talk with her about it. Yeah. So, but okay. So she's got bread on the side of something. Uh. Is she dipping the bread in uh, anything on her plate? She's a dipper. Yeah, she's definitely. A dipper. She's eating a sandwich. Ostensibly, I mean. I'm gonna tell her about her ostensible <laughs> <Yeah>. sandwich eating. <laughs> maybe, maybe that'll be the tipping point. Ostensible sandwich eating habits. Okay. So first, uh, I think we're gonna talk about Rangers. Rangers. The hot heating Rangers. Ste- the Man. season's still going. Oh yes. It is. We so Ranger. Good. The Ranger hater. Two Ranger haters. Two Ranger haters. Well, I don't uh, hate on the Rangers. Yeah. I hope the Rangers win. I don't care enough to uh, hate. I wouldn't say in that. In October. But I could not <laughs> care less if they win. Like, I want them to win so you guys can be happy about them winning. Yeah, that'd be all right. But So in October, it's no. basically an excuse for you just to go out with bars with us and sure. sit around. Sure, that's and, fun. You yeah. always it's need fun. an excuse to go to a bar. Well, not really. Do we, Dave? Do we? Do we? I was just trying to play along and give him a reason to think I like baseball. <laughs> the Sunday route, the Sunday route was sort of a low spot, but before that, the hot hitting. I think the what was it, thirty-four runs in two and a half games. That sounds about right. I, I didn't do the um, I didn't do the math on it, but geez, like they um, the Sunday route. To be fair, that was the highest scoring American League team right now, which is the Chicago White Sox, and, and they came to Texas it, and the. The place where you score runs, they couldn't score runs until the last uh, the last game, and uh, what this was a this was the best week of Rangers baseball I've seen so far. I'm right. so 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 excited, and it seems like uh, Prince has found his popper. Prince Prince has got it, but you know, there's one is interesting Prince's thing popper? is he got walked more than any other Ranger in April in history, um, and the guy never found a rhythm. How could he get a pop in his bat? You know, uh, he just never. He had like hits here and there, and he just didn't seem like he was himself. And it, it could be transferring to a new club, it could be joining a new team. But I think it's, um, I think it, I, I, I simply think that it's just that they were walking him every single time. And the irony of is, uh, with most of these games, they were watching him for, uh, they were walking him for Kevin Kuzminov, and Kevin Kuzminov got named American League Player of the Week because his offense was so incredible. And, anyways, yeah. So um, the one thing that I loved about this week, out of everything, they were just. Robbie Ross threw an amazing game. Oh my gosh! Yeah. The first game he threw this week, I should say, because it's... the second game it wasn't as hot. But but my favorite part was when he was getting pulled at the very end of the seventh inning. He came out and the dude just started crying. 
because he actually did it. <laughs> he literally just started crying and on the, uh, in front of everybody, hugged Wash. Wash was hugging him. It was it was the sweetest moment because obviously, as a, a guy who's getting pulled out of the bullpen constantly, he's always just never had certainty for his future, and all of a sudden he realizes he can start. You know, and uh, you know, give it to the guy. He was he was pulled out of our system, and he's been a pretty great pitcher so far, and he's evolved into this wonderful middle middle relief lower relief pitcher or sorry middle middle of the uh, the order sorry, I'm distracted by <laughs> Chris's drinking technique um, I love the French press now that's the fanciest thing you got here what ta- is it taco it's taco yeah taco yeah, French you, press organic vodka Yeti right now is pouring <laughs> coffee coffee out of the French press into a coffee cup which is totally acceptable and then taco out of a flask into his coffee cup uh, what do you call this, Chris? Tom Waits. The Tom, Tom Waits. Waits. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is this normal? What is this normal? Is this, <laughs> yeah. this is, is this a Tuesday yeah. night for you? You have to call him. You have to call him. Is this normal here for Chris? Normal Tuesday night, baby. Normal for Tom Waits. That's Yeti for you. Anyways, where are we at? So um, sorry, Dar- Darius. Darvish got uh, no. <laughs> Darvish got two great games uh, in, and, and they were his worst games of the season, but the, the great thing about watching both of these games was that he was fighting his fucking ass off. He was getting pissed off. He was getting runs scored on him, but we should note that he won both of those games. The team won the game. The offense won it for him, and you know it, he actually reminded me of watching uh, Greg Maddox back in the day because oh. there was not a game I didn't see that guy in. Where he wasn't screaming and spitting and just just getting so mad about he's, nothing. He's a competitor. Looks and, like Aaron Tippin. And man, like Greg Maddox. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so you know, Darvish was wonderful. Robbie Ross was wonderful. The offense came alive again. The Rangers are whole again. That you know, again, the A's are just this insane beast right now. That um, I uh, I fear. I mean, they they have the lowest they have the lowest ERA in the American League right now. They are not short on generating an offense, and they're pretty much all around amazing, even despite the fact that two of their starting pitchers this season also got uh, sidelined with injuries. So and they've been, yeah. it's it's Texas A's. That's it. That's in, in um, yeah. It's a, it, it, I, in a lot of in a lot of situations, that is the AL, AL right now. I mean, Texas when they're hot, they are just out of this world. Mm. I think they're making noise all over the place, and um, the A's. They may be the most sound team in baseball, easily. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. I would say them, um, the Tigers, but the Tigers haven't started off as well as them. So I would say the A's. I mean, the A's are definitely my favorite in all of baseball right now. Um, there, there are other top ESPN teams like the Nats or somebody who are just all super injury prone players that are in the front line that I wouldn't even bother to. I we'll talk about them at the All Star break, you know. Like they're let's see where they're at. Then. You know that game, the game Sunday. I wish I wish Wash would exercise as much. What's the word I'm looking for? And maybe that was uh, patience with uh, pitchers mm-hmm. uh, precipitated by. You know the blowout, but it just like let people pitch. You know what I mean? That yeah. day he just let it happen. It's like I don't think we're gonna get anywhere with this this I don't know seven pitcher rotation that he goes goes through sometimes. And like if if, if the guy I, I know the, I'm certain he's got more knowledge of his players and uh, personnel and their 
ins and outs than I do, but just, I mean, if a guy's hot, let him go, you know? It's like, if, if you're low in the, you know, if you're at 70 pitches, it's like, and we're, we're talking about the seventh innings, like, let the guy go. Mm-hmm. He does it too much. Yeah. He does it too much, and he does it too much to me with people that haven't proven themselves, and he kind of pulls the trigger to me a little too early. It's like he's always looking for that phone. That's, that's yeah. the way I feel about it. Yeah. I could be wrong. That's the way I feel about no, it. No, I, I 100% agree with this, and I and scarred in my memory forever is the 2011 World Series. Um, game six, he pulled the trigger on Neftali. Sure, Neftali tied the game up against David Freeze. Also, Nelly missed a fairly easy catch, but um, he called that phone, and who do we have? Mark Lowe and all these shitty oh Darren Oliver you know a, a ranger since like 1991 or something like that like he he's always he's always pissing me off in the same way um, I will say though I had last night's game which I stayed up until 1230 at night to watch um, to finish and he um, which we got another late uh, on topic but off topic we have another late win tonight that yes should be should be a good game but um, but no saying this uh, last night watching him against the A's he made some really, really intelligent decisions on how to battle the A's. And at the end of the day, what's going to matter is what the, the A's are doing. And, and I will say this, Bob Melvin has never dueled Tony La Russa in a World Series. So as much as I've gotten frustrated with Wash over the years, I think he may have learned some lessons, and I think that Wash is on, Wash is on the up with me right now. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not... I, I would never... Uh, I think I... I and I don't think it's it's homer mentality. I think that I like Wash for, for whatever for I don't think it would ever, you know, try to pull the rug out under him or or, or you know have a loathe or despise for him. There's something about his char- perceived character in my book that really even through his like ups and downs and, and mm-hmm. decisions I just want to tear my hair out at he really uh, he just seems like a likable guy. He's a sweet guy, and he keeps these young farm guys happy. He makes someone like Michael Choice come out and hit and play. He takes people like Luis Martin well, and makes him feel coaches, comfortable. And I'm not saying that's 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 a it's, it's completely unique without any kind of other measure in in MLB. But it's de- he's definitely a, a tad bit unique. He's one of those coaches that he stands there and he doesn't chew his gum and and, and um, you know and always chew his gum and, you know, cut his eyes at the crowd or cut his eyes at the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. When they when they score, it feels like he's one of the players and he, he scores yeah. with them. And and I think that's just a really good report. And that's why all the I feel like all the Rangers seem extremely like, especially, you know, Elvis Andrews, we were talking about his big smile this whole season. Oh, they love They seem happy to play with Wash. Yeah. To play with Wash. It seems like he's one of the guys. And that is, I think that's, you know, immeasurable. I absolutely agree, and and it's also worth noting that Wash is, is the winningest manager over um, Buck Naked uh, in <laughs> Texas Rangers history. The Buck Show? You never been to the Buck I Show? Been to the show. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think we should move on. Do uh, you have anything else to say? Um, I, I do. I I think we should take a little break, and I think because there is a lot to talk about in the NBA, absolutely. that is going to be the Leviathan section of our episode, and we're also going to talk about uh, Tiger Woods oh. and uh, his ex-wife and Lindsey Vaughn have been talking, and I, I heard it's over the kids, but um, uh, maybe it's the strength of his long game. I don't know. <laughs> oh. But either way, they're friends. We'll talk oh, about no. We'll talk about the, uh, the, the, phone, <laughs> the phone number. 
the phone number type numbers that he's costing golf by being out. And uh, when we come back, <laughs> is there something on the track? <laughs> <laughs> we got a Halloween spirit store, <laughs> Halloween scary stories 14 cassette tape ready for all the children <laughs> to come up and get their candy. At the Broken Pokes. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so uh, you haven't heard anything from David in a while. Say hi, Dave. Hey, what's yeah. Up, Dave? I wouldn't listen to anything about baseball. I don't even know what's happening. Dave right hates now. baseball, if you guys hate David hates baseball. That wasn't even a joke. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Just hit stop. Yeah. Yeah. Invested every competition, turning your next exhibition. My wing come out so tall, my roof and my ceiling missing. My trophy case glisten. Thus prohibition. Thought you gonna win and now you're facing palm kissing. Record, oh, winning. Mine. People try to see me, now they turn down. History gon' picture me and victory, but haters can sick of me swallowing and I'm the best of all time. Who are you even playing for on this game? Who are you even playing for on this game? Who are you even playing for on this game? Patrick. Who are you even playing for on this game? Who are you even playing for on this game? Who are you even playing for on this game? Who are you even playing for on this game? Who are you even playing for on this game? Bam! We're back on the cast and we are ready to talk some NBA playoffs and stuff that went on on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it hard, what? man. What happened Sunday, Brian? Goodness Brent? gracious. Uh, Is that Ranger getting to you? I don't know. This, this, this Ranger... I don't know, man. Like, Somebody take his notepad. He's not doing well. What, what's going on, Brian? Let's talk to us. What, 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 We're here for what, you, man. What happened? How long is the shot... First of all, can we clear... How long is the shot clock in NBA? <laughs> Wait, four seconds. Unless maps. it's a Nets and Toronto game, then it's just whenever they stop the stopwatch. When, what, what about for the Mavs? Like, what do they draw up when they? What, what do they think about when they go and they they, they they conference about plays? Like, what do they think about? I don't understand late in games. I don't think I understand their thought process. This made me rethink everything. Do they, uh, do I feel they, like you're baiting us in some way. Ba- 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 I bait the world. <laughs> I hope the world is listening. Brian baits the world. A new segment. It was the most. <laughs> I, I don't even know, like, is, is, is excruciating, like, it's just not a large enough word. Like, it, it, it hurt me on a really fundamental level. I rolled over and, like, pulled my blankie over my head and stuck my thumb for a while. And we got off to a terrible start. We did. But then we, the well, shots started falling in the second, third what, quarter. Well, where, where's this guy? Like, I don't even know. I, it's, I can't believe, like... What Devin Harris was in that game, or what he was. I you, kn- you remember? I told you we should have started Devin Harris in the series. I remember you telling me that, and I wondered what the like. I, I, I it, it seemed superfluous to me that you were discussing that, but now it all it all fits into place. Calderon, he can't like you can't hide him against the Spurs. You can hide him against some teams with a great point guard. You can't hide him against the Spurs. There's just nowhere to put him. Devin Harris can play defense, and he's. Okay at shooting threes and okay at creating his own shot. Okay at it. Yeah, but in, in that game, that's better that game, than in that game. He I, was would call, I would call him in the second and third quarters. I would call him and for a second and third, a fourth quarter, I would call him exceptional at creating. Absolutely, his own shot. Calderon can't do that right now. He's a spot up three point shooter, and until he does something else, that's what he is. And we were doing great. We were extremely competitive in the second quarter, third quarter, and then the fourth quarter comes around, and 
Two points we scored. Two, the two points, one field goal, and seven minutes and 47 uh, That wasn't even one field goal. Points. It was yeah. two, two free throws out of four by Brandon Wright. There you go, yeah, uh, with seven I, minutes and 40 seconds left. If you go seven minutes and 40 seconds without a field goal. 19-4 run they went on yeah, at the end of the game. So and this we, is. We can, call, we can call some of it just. I mean, you, you could chalk some of it. Some of it. There's so much of it. Like you have to like look at different, different avenues to describe the, the just out and out horror that that went down. But some of it was poor shot selection, and some of it was was just just literally bricks. But like, uh, they had some are, good are shots there in the fourth. I, there were some good yeah, shots. Great there were good shots, and they weren't going down. They weren't. W- would there be anything here that would be related to coaching? This is what I wonder every time I watch a uh, Greg Popovich. No, a lot of this wasn't like plays that were. I know, and, uh, and the Mavericks were missing wide open shots frequently. The, it was the shots that were going down into the quarter that game. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had played even half as well as they played in the third quarter, mm-hmm. they would have won the game by eight. Easy. So, uh, so Carlisle put the pieces where they needed to be, and they, they just didn't do what they were supposed to do. It had nothing to do with Carlisle. It has to do with Dirk and Monte. I got so angry to hear like. It, the whole thing infuriated me, but like to hear like them talk about oh the Spurs shutting the mass down, it's like that's just not the case. Like it was the, the execution was there, the the everything was there but the points. So well, yeah, right. the points that they just were not coming. Although it was it was a disastrous game, shitty to lose a game that you should win. But the Mavericks showed that they can win a game in San Antonio. Uh, they, they can. They were capable of winning that game down to the very last couple. Minutes. It wasn't just shots weren't falling though. We have. Monta Ellis, who is one of the best slashers in the league, who was not doing that. He took four free throw shots in the entire game, as well as Dirk. So he wasn't stopping the clock. He wasn't resting the older players. Like, he wasn't getting to the rim. And we have no rebounder, defender, shot blocker to slow down the game as well. So it's just we weren't – we're a jump shooting team who legs just came out from underneath of, and we just stopped scoring. What about – not only to congratulate uh, Devin Harris, but Sammy Dallenbear actually showed the, why people would ever want him in this league. Like, he really... Uh, he, uh, well, to an I'm not he, saying the whole game. He was rebounding really well. Offensively, he was just dismal. He took two shots totally. And he was rebounding he and he was active um, on the defensive end. I, the collective effort to keep Tony Parker uh, away from the basket doing what he does... Possible one of the best, like one of the best of all time, like um, just footwork and um, snaking into the lane and getting his shots in the comfortable spot. The collective effort to stop that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, do you do you feel like this is what we should expect from this the remaining games in this uh, series? Well, or? The, do you do the you think micro, that there's the a chance the that the microcosm you... is scary to me? Like the microcosm that you can do take from this game is that it's it's a it's a Mavericks um, it's it's a classic problem of what they had this year and why they didn't break that fifty mark. It's the closing it's the closing of quarters, namely the fourth quarter. What they did well when they won the championship and what they did did not well in other It's because we're a jump shooting team. And right. you get tired and your legs are on you in the fourth quarter. It's true. And the closing of quarters killed us and not closing the fourth quarter it's like the Spurs had to do anything. I mean, they really mm-hmm. didn't. They, all they had to do was score. What they do. At, what they do, an average number so of points. This is an easy, easy game for them. Yeah, it, it, still it, was, it was an yeah. average number of points. I, everyone likes to get excited about how great the Spurs did in that game, 
but it's they just scored an average number of points. If the Mavs had continued on the path that they were on, it would have been beaten. They would have beaten them by fifteen or twenty. Silly question: um, Is do you think there's such thing as a stadium effect in baseball? Because in basketball? Uh, yeah, like home court like advantage. Yeah, no, 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 not home court advantage, but the fact that they play in a fucking barn and a, a team like the Mavericks come from one of the most state-of-the-art stadiums in the world and they have to go play in a barn. Um, you know, uh, it, again, to do it they, for baseball, when, it, when people go play in Oakland, they're, they're notorious for having sewage problems and they, have, they don't have any of the facilities that most of these players are used to, the comforts, and when they come there, they, they, a lot of people blame... Their bad performance at, at Oakland Coliseum, whatever it's called now. There's no excuse against San Antonio. That's like our second home. They're our d- division. They rivals. know. They know. San Antonio. Also, yeah. The, there's so much more difference in baseball stadiums than there are, it is in basketball because everybody plays on the same court. Yeah. The same baseball, size. Ball, that's a good point. Every, every, well, in baseball, yeah, everybody right. every gets three fences. They can make it their field whatever the fuck they want. It you guys should really get that down, actually. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basketball, right. everybody has. The, <laughs> no. they, they play on the exact same court. Maybe the facilities aren't as nice or something, but the rim is still ten foot high. Uh, yeah, the rim, the rim, and the yeah, backboard I mean, are still. What I'm trying to say is the mental part of it, though. Do you think? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think there's anything that could be blamed on this? I'm not trying to just yeah. give the Mavs a free pass here. I don't think they can't. I don't think so. It's not. If you want to blame it, capable of winning it in San Antonio, the Mavericks have won plenty of games over the years in San Antonio. When the Mavericks lose to San Antonio, they're getting beat by one of the best teams in professional sports history. Uh, it doesn't, and they've lost ten in a row to San Antonio, which means five, of, their those, numbers. Which means five of those were in Dallas. There's been a good mix. There's, uh, there's, been, a there's been a grab right. bag. There's been a grab bag of places played. Hmm. And. Um, this brings us to uh, just to segue into this our first topic by one of our listeners and we appreciate this um, who's the listener who is this listener his name is uh, I think you guys know him he's been a friend of mine for a while uh, Cam aka Comanche Lim Comanche Lim Karachi. <laughs> and his question is he's a, he's not a jump shipper but in a way and, and I may have just coined a phrase maybe it's not good but we'll go with it um, he's not a jump shipper, but kind of is right now. I, I don't know what, what, how. What did he say? He's his question for the group is, and, and I guess, and this was right after this was. This Tell was me straight, Cam. 15. Tell me straight. His question is: Is Dirk clutch anymore? Clutch anymore? What a ridiculous question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted someone else. Sorry, say that, that's just that, that's a no, silly question to on. ask. The man, the man averaged ten points a game in the 2011 season. Uh, this wasn't like a bad clutch performance. I think he made two shots all game. It was a uh, bad performance for him. It was just yeah. a bad performance. Uh, hmm. And the, you can't say, oh, he's not clutch because he had one bad he made game four in the field goals. Uh, Tim Duncan has had a lot of bad playoff games in his career. Shaq had a lot of bad playoff games. Michael Jordan had bad playoff games. Sometimes you just have a not bad game. Not this bad. Well, and my, my feeling, my feeling is, is, is unless you're looking at it in a, in a large sense, like that question with regards to that game, is Dirk clutch? Like, is Dirk clutch as a whole in games that mean something? Absolutely. Absolutely he is. And Popovich is still coaching as if Dirk's our number one option, and he's the go-to yeah, guy. Yeah, look at me defenders. He's still coaching game. to it's, that. It's, so he and, definitely is. Um, as, is Dirk Dirk, <laughs> I love well, how I mean, every single one of you are breaking large, down from this question. I'm going to take this in a large sense. I'm going to take this in a large sense. Dirk is clutch in that 
yes, this game he didn't play well, but he never turns it off. The guy's always yeah, consistently scoring, consistent. even at his age. So is to say he's clutch. It's like it's a moot point. It's, it's hard to even discuss because he's always making shots. So like, and, and game enders, especially this year, is what is this now? His 1999, 15th, 16th season in the league. Least, yeah. He's still doing it, and he, I, I don't know how many game winners he hit this year, but I, I'd say it's probably more than you can count on one hand. Um, and games that turn turn are shots that turn the tide. Yes. So yes, yes, emphatically, Dirk is clutch. That's my take yeah. on. Come with some. Is Cam defining clutch as a playoff situation exclusively, or well, I, a I think when you, I think when you use clutch, you're you're definitely. I mean, you're, in your mind, you're definitely thinking a playoff situation. Capital He's C clutch. He's throwing gas yeah. in the fire. He's just wanting this for the argument of <laughs> is Dirk still Dirk. The, and the thing is, clutch is just this meaningless concept. Uh, every great player the is going to miss, is gonna miss yeah. shots <laughs> in the clutch, and that doesn't mean they're not clutch. Because they're going to be asked to miss a shot. Because they're, they're, they're the guys who are given the ball. They're going to be asked to There's three right. seconds left, and you have to make an impossible shot. But in this situation, clutch, Dirk wasn't even put in that position. Like, he scored where he was 4 of 14, shooting 28%. So he had he didn't even have the option of shooting the last shot. So. And it is the playoff game where he had to come out and prove something. Cam, we should remind you that um, this podcast was all almost named the the Durkle Jerks, and you are writing into the wrong show. Please continue to write yeah. in and tell your friends yes. about the show. I don't want to turn you away yeah. for um, any totally, for totally submitting, but yeah, any non Dirk related topics. Well, please. hey, maybe maybe he was just wanting to, to you know spitball, throw something around the room. I, I'd like to hear what Cam thinks. I like means. Kim, I don't think, I think to, a clutch is a made up concept. You're that, free to that call into the show like at any about. point. Very objective. We really hope to hear. He also asked, for, we'll talk about this later, but um, he also asked for another question, and I, I got to see how we can we can lump it into our podcast. So if you do want to call it, if you do want to be berated and. Um, Break Cam. Exposed for your, your foolery, uh, it's podcast <laughs> at brokenpotes.com. We'd love to hear. Anything about sandwiches and plug if you want to sandwiches, Marcin Gortat. Also, yeah, I'd like to hear people's thoughts on Marcin Gortat. He's going to be a free agent. No, summer. no, don't talk should, about should him. Should the Mavs pick no. up Marcin Gortat? It's hyperbole. <laughs> no. no. What about Dwight Howard? Is he locked up? Certainly. A joke. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so if you're going to talk about Dirk, I beg you. All right. So what's what's his other? I thought you said Cam had another question. He does have another question. It's come on, he's on a roll. Tell him. It's so, but it's sort of. It's I think to a lot of our our podcasters, it's going to be sort of a little out of our our realm. And I don't know what he said. He I don't I don't get it. He asked. He wants a draft. He wants a mock draft. And I don't know since we're at this time. Are we talking NBA mock draft? Are we talking NFL? He needs to specify if it is NFL. That's sort of a little out of a lot of our podcasters are reap uh, wheelhouse as well as ah, it's sort of an esoteric thing. He wants a mock draft of what? I'm thinking NFL. Cam's a big NFL. Guy. It's probably going to be the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would. I would think Johnny Manziel is number one. Tis the season. I, okay, so we're going to talk. <laughs> we're going to talk for a second about it. So Johnny Manziel. I got Case Keenum. I, where does Case Austin Keenum? Where does uh, Johnny Manziel go? Does he go to Houston? Houston wants. Have you seen the billboards? I have not seen they, the There's a campaign. There's a campaign that like has um, billboards begging Houston, the Houston Texans to draft Johnny Manziel. 
Wow. You know, that's a tough town to play in, though. I don't envy the guy. Oh, gosh. What was the pick six special for Matt Schaub? Did you guys see this? I, All the restaurants are offering pick six specials. I forgot. It was something, <laughs> something with a sandwich. Uh, I can get me on that. It was multiple restaurants, though. It wasn't just, like, it wasn't just one that was clever. But, uh, yeah, that's a tough town to play in, man, for a lot of reasons. One, because it's Houston. That's your number one problem. You, you have to be in Houston. Johnny, Johnny Manziel, as a faithful listener who drinks hams, I would encourage you not to go to Houston. He has very little say in the matter. Uh, and he, he he really probably won't go to Houston. It seems unlikely that they Manziel has a cachet enough that he could enter Jerry World if he wanted to. I think he could probably schmooze at the right party and become the new Romo. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Could there ever be a... <laughs> 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 yeah, we want to talk about Leave Daddy and Joe's podcast. Be yeah. our first, our, our inaugural uh, uh, question asker, requester, <laughs> and talk about... Because I know you've got Cam, a lot. He's got a mouthful to say about Cam is about. our first listener. I, I hope it's all really yeah, good stuff. He's, he's got a mouthful to listener. say about Tony Romo, and Michael wants to come on too. He's got a mouthful... But it's all... I don't know what it is. We should probably get them why uh, Chicago's still in the playoffs. No, no, wait. Mike is a a bro-love Tony Romo follower. He believes everybody else... Oh, they're actually Cowboys fans. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Giving this guy (laughs) a hard time. Like, why does Dallas want to railroad this guy? And I'm telling you why. And I'll use use an old, very frank, one-syllable word. The guy's a fucking bum. Tony Romo is a bum. If If he played baseball... If he played soccer, he would get chased out of the stadium, <laughs> and perhaps his mother would get assaulted. And if he played baseball, he would get run out of the, he'd get run out of the stadium as well. I would love to He's have Cam and uh, formerly artist formerly known as Big Mike um, it, for our Tony Roma drinking game at the first of the season. I want you every to time tell he licks his lips and looks at the scoreboard, take a drink. There's a great every time he throws an interception, take a drink. There's a great dichotomy here. I want Cam to tell me why Tony Romo is a bum. <laughs> to affirm. Right. To affirm. And I want to know why Mike thinks he is not a bum and worthy of that salary. And, I don't know, whatever. Yo, Mike, I want to talk to you. Country singer he's, he's dating these days. Mike, I want you to write in next week. I expect to hear from you. I expect to hear. Mike, First day, listening. Monday morning. I can't so. wait. This makes me so excited because I can't wait for Right now... We've always talked about our, our philosophy was like Darius created this and, and his philosophy, which is a very simple one, which we love, is that we're going to talk about things that we care about and, and not just a global sports sense. And I can't wait till NFL comes around and we can talk some NFL because I am into it. And right now, these guys, I mean, offseason NFL already is something that's like at this point, like in April kind of fun to talk about <laughs> kind of not I mean well, what like the 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 Heisman Trophy and number one pick the, the these guys are like usually like turning to death row inmates so to talk about NFL draft is kind of a strange thing mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean mm-hmm. you never know what's coming up I don't know if there's any of our death row inmates but many of them are, <laughs> are bankrupt bombs as well there's some racist statement in there. What is going on? All right. <laughs> so, uh, so, Pop wins Coach of the Year. Pop wins Coach of the Year. Uh, Noah, Defensive Player of the Year. That's, as, as expected. Yeah, as expected. John. I think we predicted, predicted you guys that. Predicted yeah. That. Hakeem. If you yeah. Got, uh, Hakeem. Hakeem. Oh, 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 H
Joe. Um, Joe Kimmel. Game two, Spurs are tomorrow right now. Indy has beaten uh, Atlanta. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about uh, quickly. Let's talk about what's going on in the other series because Toronto just beat it. Brooklyn as well. They're tied up one and one and one. Because I mean, we, the Mavs are going to have to play somebody when they finally do get there. Yeah, after <laughs> this, yeah. I tell you what, like if the Spurs oh. win game two, that, that makes that big trouble for us. They need to put Romo on the bench. <laughs> fix all their problems. Oh, nah, he's not playing so, golf. So other series right now, uh, OKC and Memphis tied up at one and one. I know. LA and Golden State also tied up after a forty point win for the Clippers. Yeah, it was today, huge, uh, which is really laughable. Uh, did Blake Griffin game. play the entire game this time? He did, and okay. he scored thirty six points, uh, which is helpful. Every series right now is tied one to one. That's played two games, except for I guess tomorrow we'll find out if the Mavs can tie it up at one and one. Uh, how's Gortats doing tonight? Um, probably he's he's not playing not not playing tonight. Uh, he's not playing tonight. Oh, he is. Oh, right. Yeah, Washington's playing tonight. Okay. Uh, Marcin Gortat, best center in the league. Uh, Do not <laughs> sleep on Marcin Gortat. Don't, don't sleep Do on not Gortat. sleep. Uh, currently, he has five points and three rebounds. Oh my uh, gosh! Uh, along with two steals and a block. And he, and he has the flu, which is yeah, he's got the flu. What so. they always say: if if, if not only you're going to miss a game because you're drugged up or whatever, or if you're going to <laughs> if, if, if you're trying to climb the mountain, they say it either way. Like, well, more importantly, he's got the flu tonight. Marcin yeah. Gortat's team is currently winning by two uh, yeah. against the Chicago. He's shooting Bulls. a fiery one of six. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just saying, don't sleep on him. Don't sleep on him. Don't, don't sleep on this guy. He, he is winning the game right now for his team. Uh, a steal, and two steals and a block. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Best center in the league, Marcin. <laughs> All right. Wow. He really takes up space. Uh, what do you guys think about Woodson getting fired? Uh, Woodson got fired. Yeah. Didn't Phil Jackson that. cleaning house at the moment. Oh, why why really? Yeah, Woodson got fired. I thought he fired. was going to take a back, a decided backseat. I thought it was. <laughs> really? I thought he was going to be in some sort of no. role we would never understand. No. So far away from He wants a puppet. He still wants the coach. He just wants a puppet. It looks like Steve Kerr's up for the job. Like he's Steve like, Kerr's up for the Yeah, he's the number one like prospect that'd be, that'd at this be a solid point. That's perfect. He's just playing. He's just playing Jerry Jones right now. Do you think that I can apply for this? I just need someone to tell what to do. They're, do you think I can apply for this job? Do you think Mel? I could apply for this job as long as you just listen. I can be. All yes, you man. do is listen. What do the coaches make in this league? And you might need to do a, little, a couple or three million a year, a like a little bit of yoga or something. You're all right. A little bit of yoga. Yeah, as long as you speak your spirit. You think Melo is stay? I am very bendy. Um, I don't know where Melo could go that would give him a better position. To be honest, a lot of been talk about Bulls, Cavs, Mavs. In a in a trade, or is he? But Derrick Rose is coming back. Is he unrestricted? I think so. Derrick Rose is coming back. He's going to the league up. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming back to being injured for another He's season. Coming, yes. He's coming, He's back, coming to, back to, 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 to pull a Kobe. What? He's going to come back. To pull a Kobe? Oh, In what yeah, way no. would he be pulling Take a Kobe? All the money. Kobe is struggling to pull a Kobe Don't. right now. <laughs> No. Next time, he will come back. He'll come back, and next time we see him, we'll be on a, a, a T-Mobile commercial in Grant Hill. Because that's about <laughs> the equivalent of where he's going to go. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Derek Rose. I apologize. The NBA was not kind to you. No, nah, we have better apologies for this week. Fuck you, Derek Rose. I, I, was just, no, I was just giving him Darren a Rose, whatever the fuck your name is. Yeah, who the fuck is he? 
<laughs> Why are you all so down on Derek Rose? I like Derek Rose. <laughs> like I'm he has what? what? Have you met him? Because you don't know him as basketball. No, yeah, I've met him. Yeah, I've met him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my met him. <laughs> yeah. It, he's, when you become that injury prone, man, it, it becomes hard to stay away. They stick like glue to you. I discovered uh, a new nickname. Actually, have anyone ever heard of Tim Duncan referred to as Death in Taxes? No. What? Yeah. Like it, no, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, it's on basketball reference. They call him Death in Taxes. Wow. I appreciate that. Great nickname. Yeah. It sounds accurate. perfect. Mm-hmm. 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 Not as good as the Big Fundamental, though. The Big Fun is great. Pick but Death in Taxes is great. I like Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster is really a. <laughs> That's a throwback to the, uh, the old Demon Deacons days, but I do like it. Wow. There was what basketball. The, 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 the thrashing. The Clippers gave to the Golden State. Really, that's, I mean, it was quite a thrashing, but let's just be honest here, neither of these teams matters. Uh, really, in the slightest, I don't think. Cool. Uh, cool. I, one of them is going to have to win this series, I suppose, uh, and then almost certainly lose in the next round. Uh, but if they don't lose in the next round, there's no way they're getting past this. They got embarrassed on their home court in game yeah. one, and they came back and won 40. Right, yeah, so. I mean... Are they doing it as a response to losing, or did they want to like be competitive in this series to begin with? Yeah, because they obviously can do it. They they can certainly win this series. Uh, good for them, but it really it, it makes no difference in the long run. These teams, the, neither of these teams is relevant. Uh, people talk about them being uh, contenders. It's laughable. Um, Golden State is is done. They're finished. Agreed. Andrew Bogut's out. Uh, that's the only. That's their defensive or defending. Yeah, they they really have else. nothing left. Uh, the Clippers are a fine basketball team who are not nearly as good as the teams above them in the Western Conference. That's really awesome. How many seasons is it before Derrick Rose gets his chance? To get back on the court? No, to, uh, <laughs> for Dancing with the Stars. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he can dance on that even, ankle. Yeah, I don't think he can dance on like, the ankle he has. Yeah. I, do you, don't you remember the sprain, Lisa Turtle? <laughs> oh, unbelievable, yeah. That's true, but... I actually believe more in Lisa Turtle than Derek Rose. <laughs> like, I don't know. I would I put see, my money with Lisa I Turtle. See, I, I actually saw Lark Voorhees the other day, and she has gotten, she's pretty spry. She's she's in mid thirties. She's pretty spry. I think Jeez. I think the Bulls are going to sign Kevin Love next. Craig Sager's um, no max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 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 if Derek Rose did come back, where does that leave Noah? He's kind of become their main guy, right? Not even kind of. He's he still going to be their so, main guy, like, no matter what. So can we get some quick hot picks for uh, series winners? Derek Rose. All right, we did the last episode. I guess we're going to have to redo no, it. No, but we're going to reboot because... We got to. The, the, there's, you know, there's, there's a little bit of hindsight now. So I don't even remember who I picked for... Uh, start with the East. Last week, but uh, East, Miami and Charlotte after we saw... Miami's up, up one. a little bit of a fight. Who? Charlotte put up a little bit of a fight. They did. They, they held it in there. Uh, they're not going to get swept. They're going to win one game. Uh, At most. I don't think they're, they're going to win one game, honestly, Dave. I, I, I got faith. I think they're going to pull one out. Uh, I think Jefferson, he's got an injury at the moment. Like, Does he? Yeah, I, I think he's still going to play through it. It's not something serious, but uh, they, there was something tweeted about after the last game. Okay. How about Indiana, Atlanta? Atlanta uh, so it's one and one and one right now. Um, one and one. I, in Indiana, probably in seven. In seven, you think? Six or seven. That would go high. Yeah. I, I think it'll. It's I think it's, better series. I, I think it's going to go five. Five uh, Indiana. I think, I think Andy, Indiana got woken up a little bit. 
they they just absolutely decimated Atlanta tonight. Uh, Paul George was five of seven from the three point line, twenty seven points in thirty eight minutes. Uh, one game's not enough to. Let me... And also, just Louis Scola, one of the best players in the NBA, twenty points tonight, seven rebounds off the bench. Oh, that's a that's stepping up. That's something they need somebody to step up and play basketball. The Argentine Gortat. The Argentine. <laughs> what is he? I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Toronto, Brooklyn. It's one and one right now, right? I'm gonna still or did, yeah, Brooklyn it's, it's one and one. I'm gonna still stick with my pick to Brooklyn and six. I think it was. I at first thought Toronto. I'm starting to lean toward Brooklyn at the moment. Yeah, after mm. seeing them play, I watched the first game, and I like them. I like if how they're switching on defense. Terry, you can never discount. They've got four so guys in Garnett. They're playing a weird kind of ball with Garnett at center and just a whole bunch of guards just like running around, doing great on defense. So I don't know. I'm. I'm I'll take Brooklyn in six. Brooklyn in six. Uh-huh. Who's next? Washington, uh, Chicago. Washington, Chicago. They're one and one, or what, who won tonight? Um, that game is still going. It's kind of uh, Chicago. The, the Gortats were leading last I saw at halftime. The Gortats are leading. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're up by seven. <laughs> up by seven and a half. Marcin Gortat, the bane of... of Ralph Mouth's existence. Mm. Oh, I, I'll tell you who it is. That fucking Universal Soldier looking stiff fucking Splitter? Co- yeah, that cockroach looking son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, I apologize. They're I calling apologize. him the Dirk It's this year's Dirk Style. I fucking Oh, it is this year's Dirk This year's Dirk I fucking apologize. I fucking apologize. I really apologize. I shouldn't have said these things. Alright. What what about the West? What are we looking at? Spurs Mavs. Who's winning tomorrow, guys? Uh, is Derek Monte going to come out? They combined for eight field goals in the last game. 22 uh, points I'm gonna between I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're going to have more than eight field goals between the two of them next game. Uh, I think Spurs are going to win game two. Uh, I think Spurs are going to win in six. I'm making a prediction. I'm, make, I'm making a prediction here. And I think it's going to be... I think Dirk comes out. And I think the Spurs come out hot. Dirk gets so hot that they never get back in it. They come back for a second. Mavs, 191. I think Dirk gets Marcin hot. Marcin Gortat rips off his jersey, becomes a Mav. I think for I, one I'm day. calling it 190, 191, and I'm I'll saying specific. the Mavs win it. And I'm saying what happens is Dirk's going to come out. He's going to come out. He's, he's going to be ready to, to prove himself. The Mavs, their defense is playing, is playing great right now. The, what? the Spurs, huh? The Mavs, the Mavs what? Defense. <laughs> it's great as far they as, have a what now? As far as, <laughs> as, far as keeping... I know. Well, Tim Duncan... Is he he, he hit some shots and they were all defended. They were, they were some ridiculous... Did like, you watch the first quarter? Because they were not defended. He was doing whatever he wanted down there. He was... The, the, the mid part, the part that the Mavs are good at doing and not... The second games. and third quarter, they were really competitive, but that's not enough. It's a four-quarter game. Still calling 191. All right. We'll see how that goes down. I want the maps. You heard it. <laughs> That's all I want. And everyone says Dirk, and we all, I think we all know that we believe that if the Mavs, I think all of us around here, especially our, Expect our, our Mavs fans, if the Mavs win this series, it will most probably be in seven games. Yeah. It's going to be a fist fight. And if they beat us, it'll be the better team winning the, winning sure, the series. Sure, Absolutely.
Which could happen at any time. Memphis <laughs> OKC. <laughs> Memphis OKC. Memphis OKC, I think, is OKC in seven. It's one and one right now. I think it's going to be fist fight all, all the way to seven. Think all the way to seven? I think it's going to go all the way to seven. Hmm. Okay. Memphis Memphis plays better than they should in the playoffs. They always do. They do. Uh, they're just they're that kind of team. And they've knocked off OKC before. They have uh, they have a team that matches up really well. I think against OKC, uh, they're big and burly. OKC in six or seven. Yeah, that sounds good. I think I think for these uh, predictions, it would be really fun to have a punishment and a reward for the winner and the losers. Um, that the problem is is that I'm very unoriginal, and every time that we've had something like this in the podcast, I have said. The winner or loser chugs a beer. The, the yeah. winner chugs yeah. hams. Yeah. The winner chugs Which we all is want that to always going to be what it is? Because, I, mean, I mean, Chris drinks Chris drinks vodka and coffee whenever. So, you know, he can chug a ham. Yeah, I can chug he a can ham. do it right now. Do you have any hams? Do you have, uh, do you have hams, sir? We don't have any hams right now. Hams. I know. What is going on? We do in our hearts. I blame this on Cam. What's... Hams right. I cheated Clippers on last night when I drank six big flats while watching oh. the Oakland A's Rangers game until one in the morning. I'm sorry, Hams. We're gonna hear from one. He goes out. <laughs> Clippers Golden State, Dave. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Clips in six. Clips in Actually, six. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna take Clips in six. That sounds good. To I me. think Woo. I think Golden State's gonna get one more. I like but it. When you lose your center right at the start of the playoffs, I like it. There's yeah. very little you can do. Yeah. The Clips 4 and 5 are pretty effective and really athletic and probably the best 4 and 5 in the league, even though the team's not that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston-Portland? I take Portland in this one. That's a tough one. Uh, I like Portland in 6. I think I think Portland probably has the edge right now, but at the same time, I don't have much faith in Portland as a basketball team. I don't have much uh, faith in Houston. Yeah, I don't, I don't have faith in either of them. And again, this is a series that makes no fucking difference. Uh, they might as well just both go home now. Uh, I think Houston's probably going to pull it out. Really? Uh, Houston probably in seven again. It's going to be another tough series. But again, you might as well, Houston, you could just go home now if you wanted to. Uh, save yourself the embarrassment of getting swept by the Spurs. Okay, well, that's our predictions on the basketball playoffs. Uh, fuck you, Houston. We love Gortat. What else we got? What are we doing, Ralph Mouth? Um, well, we got... I, I would like to talk for a second. Nobody has to. Some A little bit of NFL. We, we missed out on this last time. Hmm? The uh, Everybody knows here. should know I'm a 49ers fan. Uh, the... the, the, the the stuff coming up right now is similar to... Well, Vernon Davis made a comment today that was he said that 49ers... Very... Sort of a, a really silly comment. I mean, it, in the whole scheme of things, the only thing the 49ers can do now is win the Super Bowl. That's what he said. You know I right? saw that, yeah. And the, we, we've got something similar to the Tarnished Star uh, that's coined by the Dallas Observer during the mid-90s and early 2000s uh, situation going on with the 49ers, the problems uh, with the law are just immense. And, of course, the Cape story, or Kaepernick, I call him Cape because it looks like Cape to me. It uh, is Cap. Colin Kaepernick I like is, to call him the Cap. The Kaepernick is involved with this story, and for everything I've read, there was a girl that was into him, and he was into her. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. And they almost had sex. That's what I get from the story. But everything else, it seems, I, I, I don't get. I, I don't get what the what the discrepancies. Like, I, ha- I have a lot of the, mm. where the problem. Where's the justice? Like the involvement with the justice? 
Well, I you know I I think that whatever news sources that we're ever going to read is not going to actually say what happened. They were on a lot of drugs. They uh-huh. were in a fucking hotel room in Miami, right? Or, right. Yeah, and and now she's suing for statutory rape. And I I'm not going to comment on this because this is repeated behavior in NFL culture. So um, certain, and I'm not going to comment on it. From what we know, because we're not going to know anything, because the NFL is a good old boys club, and I, unfortunately, in my mind, he's he's guilty just because you know he comes from a long line of people who are treating people this way. And um, well, this is nearly it's nearly celebrated. But you know the thing, mm, this is this is so early. But the the one passing thought that I had, the one passing thought that I have is that because he's a person of color with tattoos, mm-hmm. he might be the one to go down for this. Big Ben, getting away with it three times, being a big, fat, white-ass, dumb-ass, piece of shit, a, motherfucker, in, in, I in, hate in a, you, Ben Roethlisberger, in, in a re- fuck off. In a region where definitely the, that type then of behavior... He, he might be the one to take the... He might be the one to go down, which, which is a compound issue, because I'm disturbed, you know, by... Um, I'm disturbed by uh, the fact that Ben Roethlisberger just gets away with it every time, and, and every NFL person is A-OK when they... Get caught with doing and and uh, massive amount of drugs. Basically, the only thing you can't get away with in the NFL is murder, unless you're Ray Lewis. Well, not winning. And right, <laughs> not winning. Not yeah. Winning. But um, I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what to think about this case because I don't think that we will ever actually find out what happened in that hotel room because it's such a good old boys club, and he was certainly hanging around people that follow that culture of silence. And what leaked out was her. And, um, but you know, to me, um, my personal opinion on it, fuck that guy. Like, straight up, fuck him. Here's the thing if you, why, are, why was he even doing that? If, if you are like, in a position where, like, if, if on the other side of it where you're like, whoa, she's just accusing him, blah, 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 nobody knows what it is, this is bullshit, mm-hmm. you are a famous professional athlete. Uh, you Correct. have to assume that if people have bad intentions, they are going to try to get everything they can out of you, why would you put yourself in a position... Exactly. Unless you're This is nothing new, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, this is, like, this exactly. This is a surprise, but the thing is, we'll never know. It doesn't matter, really. It's a shitty thing. Uh, I'm not going to comment, really, on the actual allegations, but if you're an NFL player, it is almost impossible to actually go to prison for anything, ever. Uh, Nate Newton... And he's aware of that Nate, Nate as Newton well. Nate Newton had 175 pounds of weed in his trunk. Yep. A few weeks after Personal he use. had 213 pounds of weed in his trunk. Yep. Nate Newton is not in prison today. Nope. You really, really have to fuck up. You have to be Aaron Hernandez to go to prison yep. if you play in the NFL. Or, this is uh, correct. What's the guy's name? Uh, Goodwin. Goodrich. From the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. I'm not familiar with this. If you, uh, if you, story, if you, the story if you, is just, wow, it's shockingly bad. Uh, he was a cornerback for the Cowboys in that the whole tarnished star era. Um, are they at the tail end of that? And he so uh, when Romo came in, I, <laughs> I want to say it's like sorry, uh, trying for levity in 2003 or two. I want to say 2003. He was doing like he was, he was coming home from a from Bar one of many of Dallas's strip clubs. Uh, it's proven that he was there and had many many drinks, and he was doing like a hundred and like. 20 or something on 183 in Dallas. Hit, Whoa. 
hit two people. One was trying to render aid oh, to yeah. someone that was They awesome. found the person on the floor. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, 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 so he hit the person doing like 120. He was trying to render aid to another person that they got in a wreck and came home and said that he forgot. He didn't actually know anything had happened and went home with bed, woke up the next morning. Lo and behold, you know, gore on his car. So that Good guy, Dwayne Goodrich... Served seven and a half years in prison. Uh, seven and a half. Seven wow. and a half years in prison and is currently free. Uh, he wasn't doing 120. He actually, according to uh, the prosecution's witnesses, was only doing about 54. So not quite as bad, but still mm-hmm. killing two people in a hit and run. If you don't play in the NFL, you probably spend more than seven and a half years in prison for it. My cousins You're are serving 50 years in prison right now for going to their drug dealer's house and getting shot. Wow. Yeah. If you're an NFL player, you're a okay. So what your cousin should have done is gotten into the NFL first. Yeah, this is true. Drafted. Yeah. <laughs> if you just got drafted, brother. Sorry. Well. <laughs> so this this, this the, the, the the that was depressing. Thanks, I'm right? sorry, man. The culture the culture of the 49ers is starting to it's really getting dark with. Alvin Smith with weapons charges, and of course his is Alvin Smith released from the team yeah. now? No, 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 not not yet. And Chris Culliver as well as a starting cornerback. So the the Niners want to be like the Cowboys in the nineties. It seems like they're really trying to uh, recreate. They have the 90s always Cowboys. wanted to be the Cowboys of the nineties. That's the problem. Always and. Mm, I feel like it's just a game of chance as far as like NFL owners go. They had no idea that this was going to come. This is just NFL players' culture. Right. They just happen well, to get five hits at once, all you know, like one team in one season. Or I wouldn't say like, it's NFL player culture. Uh, I would say it's rich, spoiled American culture. We just okay. see a lot more of it because they're very visible public figures who Word. people care a lot about. Because Word. when they get arrested or get into trouble, it reflects badly on whoever's chosen team it is. Like Colin Kaepernick didn't play for the 49ers. Brian would not have brought that story up, correct? Because he plays for a team he loves so much, right? It's something that was you're talking about the, the, in, in a large scheme the, the, the grand tariffs we all incur from capitalism. There you go, Ryan Laws. Shout out to you. So we got to come back with uh, the last segment. We got the apology and what else? We got the apology, which is going to be we missed oh, R- Ryan Gunter William Laws and Maddie Smith, Matt Greenspan. Maddie, um, what Maddie, else we got for the last one? Maddie and um, I think Dave's gonna crank that MacBook. Crank that MacBook. We got a fireside chat Mac. featuring David Colby. Fireside chat. Got a little fireside chat. All right, With David Colby. That was supposed to be like a fake fire. <laughs> Do it again, Barbie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening, guys. This is the last episode of Broken Pokes. Um, <laughs> we're going to get sued by the NFL for speaking out against Colin Kaepernick. It is Kaepernick, not Kaepernick. I saw an interview with him. Although I shouldn't respect... You know what? Fuck that guy. It's Kaepernick. Yeah. I don't respect you. you. Fuck yourself. Hey, if you want to talk to my... You can talk to my lawyers about it. Big Kate. <laughs> for hands. <laughs> <laughs> you should really... You should really hit the stop button. Yeah. Bam! Domino, a quitting a sandwich with a Raganova. My hand in this car game phenomenal. I'm jumping out the gym like Geronimo. I'm playing football with a football in different consonants, still winning football. Alright, we're clear and we are near the end of. <laughs> 
this episode of the podcast at brokenpokes.com. We, of course, Where would I want to send an email? If um, I were to email this place, where would I send it? Podcast <laughs> at brokenpokes.com. We would enjoy your comments, sandwich requests, um, <laughs> stories of uh, Capernick's um, fondling. If and you're Cam, non-Dirk related it, topics. non Dirk related. You can ask more about Dirk, but he knows what the answer is going to be. NFL player carousing Dirt. and sightings and carousings and using um, <laughs> carrots. We have our favorite podcast. We've mentioned this before. Our favorite podcaster, Danny David Colby, and he's going to give us a few seconds of his time. Wait, wait. So there was really very little interesting happening in the world of sports last week. Uh, I think some people played some baseball. So instead of reading an interesting sports story, I'm just going to give you just a, a quick little snippet of news from South Florida in Broward County, uh, really a hot spot of just all kinds of great stuff happening. A man named uh, Jack Me Off Mud <laughs> was arrested for apparently being homeless, uh, looking at his list of charges. Uh, that, that, I don't think there's any need to comment on that, but his first name is Jack Me Off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that was this week's segment of this is David David's fireside chat. chat. <laughs> all right, perfect. <laughs> All right, well, so we didn't get our two. There's two loose ends here. Uh, one of our other favorite podcasts. I made a very big announcement last week. I was gonna have Ryan, Ryan Cutter William. He's not around. He, our favorite socialist in the world. Big had an Easter thing. Is <laughs> <laughs> he, he's so bad centric. That's why we need him. We need him. We need him. We need him. Like, and we need him. Like, we have to, to get a hold of him. Make sure he's he's applied with some sort of substance um, before he comes on. Because when you get him like full of like I don't know booze, Bacardi one hundred and one or one. <laughs> oh, you mean a particular booze? You get a great. You just get a great yeah. Ryan Laws Mavs experience. He's 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 a great homer. I, he you know, was he the is. first person I ever saw fall on the floor and cry <laughs> uh, from a sporting event, and I yeah, I'm not making fun of him. I just remember it was a very profound experience in my life. Well, um, what made him fall on the floor and cry? Uh, losing to Golden State in oh the, yeah uh, playoffs, and that was 07, and the Mavs coach had went over. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Don Nelson took away a championship. Yep. Yep. So right. that that really came down to uh, Avery Johnson being a bad coach, uh, having a chance to eliminate True. Golden State last game of the season, I believe, uh, instead sitting our starters when we knew that if we let them win that game, we would have to face them in the first round. So so Ryan Laws is not the apology of the week, correct? No, we have another one. There is another one. I think I think somebody has an apology that they would like to share with everyone. I do have an apology. In is it apology time? It is apology. Let's, um, let's get tender. It's really sad because I wanted to go out to the game the other, the other night. The 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 mass played at, at noon. It was at noon. It wasn't at night. I think you've gotten very confused. I have. What happened Sunday, Brian? I slept. I slept. Where were you? Where were you sleeping on? Uh, I just want to let you know that like. Me missing this game, I'm really sad. I, I, I'm sorry to everybody. I'm sorry to the podcast because I didn't have a lot of information. To sorry about. to the maps. I'm sorry. I 
quite frankly, I'm sorry to the Mavs. Have you talked? Have you talked to Dirk? I, I did talk to, to Swoosh Forty One. Swoosh. And Swoosh Forty One. Dots. Dots. Swoosh. And I want to let you guys know that that this me missing this game, you would think that would have lessened, especially the outcome of the game, and, and me missing would have lessened my Mavs love. It's, it's galvanized. My like, Mavs love. Like steel. I'm here. No, I'm here. Like steel. German steel. Like fine German steel. I'm here, and I want to say, let's go Mavs. Let's go Mavs. I said, let's go Mavs. What have you, what have you learned from this experience? In about 20, I've learned in about 21 hours, I better get my ass to a fucking bar. <laughs> <laughs> This is all these Darvish has got you. Darvish has got you. <laughs> well, that's the broken pose. Well, yeah, something <laughs> happening there. And uh, all right, guys. Seriously, right, if, if you, you, want you have any questions, uh, email us at podcastofbrokenpokes.com. Tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell somebody to listen to us because we want money. And riches and fame, and this is all this we're is banking on. Yeah. I can't pay my this fucking rent unless you tell your friends about this fucking podcast and Club. send me twenty dollars and I mark bills. Club. Club. Yeah, Club. to the Crestview. I'm talking about dirt crowdfunding. Club. Club. We will all also accept uh, hams, hams, yeah. gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but if it's money, oh, it's pool is going in the pocket. They can't stop my rain, they stay away from sockets. Marco Polo in a pool, and they cannot see me. Cause I ain't in that pool, I'm in here watching TV. Be hitting home runs, stealing all them bases. Where I'm going in life, I'll tell them first places. What you even playing for on this game? Who I even playing for on this game? Who what you even playing for on this game? Who are you playing for on this game? Who what you even playing for on this game? Who are you playing for on this game? Who what you even playing for on this game? Who are you playing for on this game? games, board games, sports games, your games, you cannot beat me, I played this on DP. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got it there. <laughs> no, I think we're still going. <laughs> was that the actual apology? That was. I think that's the apology. That was All right. Unless you have more stuff to apologize for. No, I think that's good. Um, Brian gave me a note during the oh, I last segment you to of that. Play, uh, when I was talking about being galvanized and not lessened, I wanted you to play uh, Lee Green with God Bless the USA. I see. I see. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's inspiring. With Whoa, the 9/11 there's pictures. Yeah, 911 pictures on this. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, don't, yeah. don't watch the YouTube. <laughs> Speaking of you know, what's it called? Uh, I heard some story today about this conspiracy theorist about the Boston, the Boston Marathon. Oh no. They've been playing this shit all day because of the Boston Marathon.
Boston and race win, and I thought it meant like color of skin race, uh, but I guess it's just it's just the race, the Boston race. Marathon. I, yeah. it's great. That, that, I love marathons. Why do they have on Monday? Is it, is it, is it, is it on Sunday? It's always Monday. It's not a sporting event I've ever watched. I didn't know about the Boston Marathon until the bombing. 